Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, fans of the WWE, UFC, NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB. Welcome to another episode of The Truman Show. I'm kidding. What's up, y'all? Um, thanks for joining me again. Um, I First and foremost, he just tuned in. I want to give a shout out again, once again, to my man right here, Whip Patrol, the Five Foot Viking podcast on CNN, Fox News, uh, C-SPAN. He's also on Telemundo, Univision, all that shit. I'm kidding. Um, please like, follow, subscribe. Um, he, he had an amazing podcast today dealing with, uh, you know, meditation. It was kind of like a live guided kind of meditation. They're very interesting because I've always been meaning, uh, to ask, um, the who, what, when, and where about meditation. It was with Dr. Kathy Groover. Um, I believe it was, it was Dr. Kathy Groover.com that she, that she shouted out. Uh, but please like and subscribe i'm also i'm i'm very collaborative with him as well uh actually next tuesday is the android versus ios uh podcast with our friend hector flaco rodriguez uh otherwise known as fuser and uh his old truck is called la poderosa they there's stories behind that it, it, tune in it's going to be great because it, it's going to be the android ios kind of like I guess the 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 cliff notes cliff notes version of what it is, what it did, uh, and how it revolutionized mobile technology and the wireless industry in general. Uh, but like and follow the Five Foot Viking podcast, just like that, just Five Foot Viking podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, and Instagram. And uh, pretty soon, uh, we're gonna hit up Patreon. We're gonna hit up. Uh, Twitch, I mean, the sky's the limit with this stuff, because at this point, I mean, with the current state of, of course, not only California, uh, but the world, I mean, it, it turns out that there's a lot of opportunities virtually that we never even took advantage of, and they've been around for so long. It's time for the creative juices just to start flowing. Don't don't fight the feeling, as Two Shirt would say back in the day. Uh be creative, get, get in tune with, with what you wanted to do. Even if it doesn't work out, you, you will fail. You will fuck up, but you gotta, you gotta learn from your mistakes and just bounce back. And I share this personal experience because I've played music for so long where not every song is going to be a hit. Not every lyric or rhyme you're going to write is going to be the next you know, chronic or chronic 2001 or even the next understanding from Metallica. It doesn't work that way. Uh, you have to go through trials and tribulations and you really got to kind of show up, persevere and just pick yourself back up. When, when you fall, chips are going to be down. I mean, you've seen it time and time again, especially professional athletes when they get pinned into a corner and they prevail and sometimes they don't. And I use, a, I'll use a perfect example with this, this past Super Bowl that just happened where, uh, and I'm going to use Patrick Mahomes as the example where the guy cannot get a break. He was being 
pressured. He was being sacked. He was being basically harassed at the line of scrimmage. Uh, for those of you who don't get the uh, term, he was basically, he didn't stand a chance. And he still got to throw the ball where it was supposed to be and almost made some spectacular throws that I've, I've never even seen someone do that, do that before. And all it takes is for a wide receiver to not catch the ball. And that's all she wrote. He, too many missed opportunities. Could have, they have won the game? Absolutely. Did I want to see Tom Brady win another Super Bowl? No. Not with Tampa Bay. You guys know I'm very loyal to, to my team, but at the same time, I've been, you know, I've been very, very open to what's what's happening in my hometown of LA. Uh, me and you know my 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 buddy Roger that I'll bring in, we've been following the Rams diligently, and I was waiting, and this is exactly what I was waiting for, is. They came into to L.A. with a, a specific kind of regime already with uh, Coach Sean McVay, with Jared Goff, and they had Todd Gurley, the Super Bowl squad that they just, you know, just had. But now they got this dude from Detroit whose best friends, childhood best friends with Clayton Kershaw. His name is Matthew Stafford. And all I got to say is, Everyone's talking so much shit about the Rams because of this. And you you have no idea how big of a contender in the NFC the Rams have just become. I'm not like, here's the thing. I'm also a football amateur analyst. And all you got to do is give him one, one fucking wide receiver. That's it. That's all true. And he's got some weapons. So watch out for the LA Rams coming up. And, and, I, I am, I'm not jumping on this wagon at all, but I want to give props to, to the LA Chargers too because they have a badass fucking quarterback, man. And I cannot deny the talent. I, I just, if I had a choice, I would choose the Rams over the Chargers only because I think it's a better suited team. And uh, I really want to go see the stadium when it opens. It's going to be badass. So, uh, but with that note, let me bring in my my homie. Oh, He's trying to get cool. his life together over there. I don't even know what the hell you're doing. You got the red light special. You got the blue light camera, special. Man. So again, uh, in the podcasting world, Roger and I have always learned that there's always ins and outs to this shit. We're surprised it even works the way it does. And sometimes what? you got to use your mobile phone. Sometimes you got to use your computer. Sometimes oh, you yeah. don't even have a stand. Oh, uh, sometimes, you know, you got, you know, whatever, man. So, um, how's your computer doing, by the way? It's still stuck. Yeah. So, yeah, it's still oh, on the boot screen. So, what I don't said, know. Oh, what. <laughs> I can figure it out later. Um, but, um, it's bullshit. Oh, but, I still well, don't understand yeah, how that whole with Austin is what you said, but we'll figure that out later. What are you talking so, about? Yeah. Well, you just said about Texas, so yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I'll get into that later, but that's yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's a little bit complicated. It took for me uh, a little bit, like maybe over an hour to fucking understand. But, but yeah. guess who decided to join us on the podcast today? Mm-hmm. And it's been a minute. I mean, I think I don't think we've had him since 
man, I think maybe last year in October or November. No, even before that. And that's uh, Mr. Preston Esquire. Ho ho! With the, with the Da Vinci pick or whatever the hell that is in the background. That's beautiful as fuck. This is my kingdom. This is my kingdom. Thanks for joining us again, bro. Sir, thank you for having me, Roger. It's great. And um, yo, I know it's like you know it's oh, funny because me and Roger are reminiscing about. Uh, just to give everyone a long story short, when I first got out of audio school, Preston had a an idea for a mixtape, and it was very well organized. It's probably one of the best organized projects. Even, I mean, out of all the budgets I've been in, Preston, it was the most organized and well orchestrated for the budget that you had. Very and and the way it sounds, no one, no one would, no one would believe that me, you, and Roger were in your room on the second story with you in the closet recording your vocals with your Rode NT1A. Yes, sir. And, and no, no one would have thought that. No. And it's uh, it's crazy because that was eight years ago. Yeah, 2013. Yeah, the summer of 2013. Yeah. And uh fortunate for me, they I was really I mean, I've, I wound up working for the for the private for the private college, the trade school pinnacle, and they let me use the the little sound sound rooms and stuff that stuff like that for us to use. And it was cool, man. And then, you know, people came and went, but obviously Roger's like, "Hey, you know, seems like Preston is the captain of the football team here, so to speak. And I'm like, well, yeah, it is his project. But Honestly, um, I felt like that was the coolest time of, of my life when it came to like being in the music industry and the career of, of like trying to become an aspiring artist. And, um, you know, I just recently tried to do a project um, last year or a little prior to that. It was a little bit 2019, 2020. Um Suffice it to say that 2020 was a shit year for everybody in every aspect. But, you know, considering that it had been like seven, eight years since I had you know, come out with the project, I figured I would do something and kind of got shut down. So um, this is the year that I, I mean, I released something last year. Um, it, it was a, a quick single uh, self-medicate uh, self um, on, a, on a album that's still in the works. So be on the lookout. Uh, kind of see what see what happens there yeah it's funny roger he came out with this single and he he actually filmed a music video for it and i where did you film that at it was somewhere in the desert so yeah so uh i i worked uh for a while at dash radio and mm -hmm. uh, there was a couple of guys that had actually been interning there uh came out from uh the uk and uh shout out to demola who is the director and the uh, sh uh shooter for the for the project um, he is a great, incredible visionary, um, kid is 17 years old. who shot the, shot the, the video, uh, and edited it and came out with the, the wow. project. Shot it out at Vasquez rocks, uh, July of Vasquez rocks. Yes. And, and it, you know, it know what's really funny, a cool look to the video. And I think the whole, like the, 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 the aesthetic of the video was actually led to us by how awesome it was, uh, at Vasquez rocks. So appreciate you know being able to Rob, roger doesn't remember vasquez rocks or do you uh, that was one of our stops uh, when we were chaperone camping trips 
Oh, nice. Are you sure? I thought it was. Yes, Mount and Whitney. that's where Preston filmed the video. That's why in the video it, it had okay. And this is the topic we're gonna get into because these motherfuckers are impatient. Look at this shit. Boris is like just tuned in, and you were talking about quarterback quarterbacks. Now we were talking about Los Aliens. And then uh, shout out to Angel, man, because Angel worked at SoFi. He um, he was part of that whole build out, that whole outfitting of the stadium. Yeah, he, he worked at SoFi uh, for almost a year, worked in the sheet metal auto shell in the side and the suites and concession. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> hey, hey, man, they're winning me over, Preston. We're, hey, we're going to be over this year. We've been rebuilding. Sean McVay has got us. I was I was devastated when we lost Todd Gurley last season. We picked up Cam Akers. He actually proved himself this year. Yeah. Great. When you were singing their praises in the beginning of the intro of this video, I was just like, I can't believe it. It's my my boy right here. Yeah, yeah it's it's, it's, I, I, it's a it's something. I mean, even Roger, he's like, hey, the Rams are playing. I, hey, the Rams. And what really won us over, to be honest with you, with me and Roger. <laughs> Was that Monday night football game against fucking Kansas City when they almost scored 130 points? Remember that, Roger? We were watching. Yeah, that. yeah, that shit was crazy. It's like that was something out of Tecmo Bowl, man. That was yeah, hell yeah, that was something straight out of a video game. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Oh, Boris has a question. To get in the mood, should I do beer or shrooms? Let me get oh. some story of the los aliens. Well, do both. Oh. That'll uh... <laughs> see. Look at Jose's already like. Putting emojis. Okay, so, so, have, so here's wow. go for, go for yeah, I've been looking on I've been looking through my archives of, of footage that I've had. I actually spotted an alien, everybody. I've been looking through my footage. I am going to be I, I unfortunately did not find the footage of the alien that I saw, of course. But uh this week I am gonna be providing that footage to Edgar for him to be able to post up for everybody to see that because I do no longer uh involve myself on social uh, social media. Uh, he'll release. Don't blame you. We saw an alien in the craziest looking fucking car I've ever seen in my life. Stay tuned for that coming up this week. I guarantee you, I will have that for you, everybody. In a car? No way. It wasn't driving. In a car? It wasn't. It wasn't driving. It was in the back seat. It was looking at us. There was. It was the very weirdest situation, and the the footage you guys will see will give you some inkling as to like how we felt in the car. We we're talking. You hear the whole video. It's like a seven eight minute video. So that video I will be providing to you guys sometime uh, this week. I will have it for you guys. Whoa. Are you serious? I'm already getting goosebumps. Okay. So, I mean, there are things that are, that are out there that, for instance, um, we, 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 you guys talked a little bit about it. The whole Bob Lazar aspect of like different um, interdimensional travel, um, you know, anti-gravity, uh, Sector 7 and work at Dreamland and Area 51. I have been a fanatic on this stuff. Many a late nights and many a YouTube wormholes and rabbit yeah. holes figuring out <laughs> like off of this planet even figures its way out to get to us. But I promise everybody. Well, let, let's are, let's enlighten the let's let us enlighten the listeners as to who Bob Lazar is. And oh, he's still alive, obviously. But yeah. he, he's, um, I guess you could label him an official American conspiracy theorist, even though some conspiracies do come true. Uh, they are, they do become unclassified or whatnot. That, that's the fun part of this. I mean, there's some things you fancy, but then there's the, the <laughs> then there's the QAnon shit that gets a little bit too, too, uh, you know, overboard for me. But, you know, not, not to say you don't fancy this stuff, but Bob Lazar claimed in the late 1980s, I didn't know this, 
to reverse engineer extraterrestrial technology at what he described as a secret site called S4, Sector 4. Sector 4. Yeah. Yes. And um, at Groom Lake in Nevada, which is a little bit uh, the same the same compound of area 51. So when people are storming area 51, a couple of years back, I think it was like in September, <laughs> 2019, everybody's trying to do that. Yeah. Did that go down? The aliens. Because I was, I'm more interested in the actual alien stuff than the people who follow alien stories. Yeah. That, and that's kind of the same, the same stance that Bob Lazar has coming full circle. Yeah. Like he's a very, yeah. very, he follows the science. He's interested in the technology aspect of what alien technology uh, he's involved in uh, reverse engineered things. And uh, everybody really should just go watch the the uh, Netflix documentary that they had on Bob Lazar. Dude is mm -hmm. incredible. But long story short is he um, is a scientist who uh, was recruited yeah. uh, to work for the government uh, was eventually um, part of a team of people who worked on uh, alien technology, reverse engineered um, everything from, uh, I think it was, they were back engineering uh, um, gra uh, gravity fields. And they were actually able to, they, they, yeah. there was a gravitational mach a machine that created its own gravitational field. And gravity isn't something that you turn on and off. So um, what did Flacco say? Is it isn't sector for the ones who found the Cuban frozen Megatron? I, 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 you know what? Oh, okay, but well, you you bring that. I you, there were you bring that seven. up, Preston. That was Sector Seven. But you bring that up as soon as you said Sector Seven. Wait, that that rings a bell. Sector now the, the, this is okay. The word sectors used, which is interesting in a Hollywood movie, and well, this is something is we'll get into. The, I mean, whole, the whole conditioning involved is th there's a lot of depictions, and I know I know Roger has mentioned this before, where. Yeah. Hollywood has basically done this to us since we were kids. Well, they give the information to everybody so that yeah. what it does is it makes it seem as if when you're talking about it to people, they just yeah. like you to someone who just watched a film about it, you know, mm -hmm. made it right. that when you bring it up, it, it, it makes you, you lose credibility. Donald said he was abducted by an alien. I, I, I what? Are you sure? Or oh, they were just from Norway with no with no papers. Come on, man. <laughs> He's like, she was so cool. I married her. Ah, good. See, I love story from an alien. So, so here's okay. So, uh, aside from you know the stuff that we've already kind of you know dip, we've dipped our toes, obviously, and um, I wanted to show you guys something that aired back in December, and of course we've been in a pandemic. Uh, things are. Good, not good, good, not good. Going back and forth. But one thing is for sure. Um, while this is going on, uh, I think there's just stuff that is not, you know, they're just not spotlighting because, you know, I have my own opinions about the media, obviously. So um, be, because there's media. Oh, wow. What is that? Oh, I just introduced Roger to gummies, by the way. He loves them. They're a lot of fun. Yes, they do. Yes. Roger really liked them. So uh, how many milligrams are those? These are, these are pussy ones. Here's Ted. This is a pussy one. <laughs> I gave Roger what? Hey, dude, one, all right. I take like four 20. of these. Track, but so I watched quick segue. I watched the Joe Rogan with, um, with yeah. uh, Diaz. What's his, what's his first name? Fucking cocksucker Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz. There you go. A fucking cocksucker. 
He, he came in on the longest job. He's the one in the, in the cell that burned up. He eats those stars that are like a fucking 400, 500 milligrams and shit. Yeah, that guy's insane. Aliens, talk about that. Yeah, he Roger. He was caught on video on his podcast on the church, uh, the church of what's happening now, with his co-host uh, Lee Syatt, and they were just on, dude. They weren't even on Mars, dude. They were in, they were in a black hole, bro. That's well, all. That's how fucking they faded they were. How, do they do? Do they do other shit besides just just edibles? Or I mean, you could have no, I mean, just you have those like crazy mental trips off of off of just weed edible uh, weed trips. Uh, yeah, I mean, Roger would know. <laughs> Fuck you. How high did you get, Roger? So, no time for that. No, so, uh, yeah, we'll we'll share that later. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, some other time, some other time, some other time, yeah. <laughs> so, they get, they just get blitzed, dude. They, they do gravity bombs, I've heard. They do edibles everything under the sun dealing with cannabis that's what they do on that show but um so let me show you this video i came across and uh i want you guys' thoughts on it and this is legit it's from a major news outlet but i just wanted you both of you to hear the context of this shit because i'm like what the fuck is this it's like i don't know so i'll let you guys be the judge let me play it right now my interest it's um president trump knows about it that's according to israel's former space security chief in an interview with an israeli newspaper he said the aliens have been waiting until today for humanity to develop and reach a stage where we will understand in general what space and spaceships are and okay keep in mind what she said that you know when president trump was still our president in december of course he knew about it Right, well, that, that's that's the first thing that caught my attention. They're privy to some level of declassified information. Right, right. I mean, they obviously probably get the same briefing. So, uh, but let, let me let me continue on here. NBC News Chief Global Correspondent Bill Neely explains this one. Hi, Allison. Well, this is quite a story, and it comes from the man who headed. Israel's space security program for nearly 30 years, Chaim Eshed is making the extraordinary claim that the United States and Israel have been in contact with a group of aliens for years, not immigrants, but extraterrestrials. You hear that shit? He had to really like emphasize that it wasn't (laughs) 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 not immigrants. <laughs> but but this guy was Israeli's former space security chief for 30 fucking years, right? Okay. 30 years. And what the fuck, man? Seriously? Let's see. Dude. He has called them the Galactic way. Federation of Aliens. And he says President Trump is aware of the existence of these aliens and had been on the verge of revealing their secrets, he claims but was asked not to do so by the Federation in order to prevent what he calls mass hysteria. Well, the retired general... Yes, because then all these motherfuckers are going to race to Walmart and Costco and just take all the toilet paper again, as we saw with the fucking pandemic at the beginning. Mm-hmm. He would have thrown galactic wall. <laughs> bro, it's like, fuck, man. Like, okay, but then, then he explains uh, what came after that. So this makes sense to and me. Also, the U.S. and Israel have kept it from the public because 
quotes, humanity isn't ready and the aliens don't want to reveal themselves until humanity can evolve, he says, and understand what space really is. Well, the good news is that he claims an agreement has been reached between the US government and the aliens, a contract to do experiments here. There's also, he says, a secret underground base on Mars where there are American and alien representatives. What the fuck? Now, this former head of a branch of Israel's defense ministry is 87. He was very well respected, at least until now. And he said all this in an interview with an Israeli newspaper in Hebrew, but it's really taken off after parts of it were published in English by the Jerusalem Post today. He says he's come forward now in the hope that his news will be accepted as true. He notes that if he'd made these claims five years ago, he would have been hospitalized, but now he says, I've got nothing to lose. Well, so far, President... Wait, 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 wait. He would have been hospitalized. Yeah. The fuck does he mean by that? Don't... Do you think that the world is ready to hear that, that aliens exist? Oh, okay, oh, first God, of all... No, before, hell no. No way, man. Do you believe no in it? You don't believe do in aliens? Be do I no, believe I do. I do. I do. No, I believe... I, I'm agreeing to what you said earlier. They're, they're not ready. Oh, yeah. So we're all in agreement that, that aliens yes. existed in our opinion. Absolutely. Right? Okay. Yes. So yeah. that being said, I personally don't believe. Do you believe that people are ready to hear that that's that is true? That's real. No. Okay. Absolutely not. not. not they can't even deal with, with a pandemic. What's your not. reasoning for why? Wait. What's the reasoning for, for not being ready to hear that fucking E.T. is going to play fucking poker with you every Wednesday? Yeah. Why do you think people aren't ready to hear that? The reason for that is because what I was explaining to you earlier about the mental conditioning that Hollywood movies have done to us as children and even in our adult lives, they're perceived as bad. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, I don't, I don't, we don't even fucking know who knows. So let's say, let's say aliens were real. Right. And then they came here. Um, is seeing believing to everybody? Not to everybody, obviously. So that's, that's why I think it'd be bad uh, just off that top. Right. Yeah. So there are people who believe so much in, for instance, just one aspect of life is religion the yeah. religious being such a humongous um, connector of people, for instance, there's a large portion of people. I mean, what is the largest religion? Is like Christianity is like the largest religion. In I the think Catholicism is actually the biggest oh, one. Okay, so Catholicism. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, let's say every person who was Catholic, you know, believed in Jesus, believed in some form of that Catholicism, Christianity. I mean, every religion that basically. Yeah. That basically negates the existence of aliens negates their belief instantaneously. So right. with that, that being said, it would no longer be an entity of, of an origin of alien descent. It would be like it would have to be to, to them. It would be likened to some level of spiritual being or something that is outside of our understanding, which is really everything yeah. that's cosmically outside of, you know, our, our view of human existence. But consider the fact that, an alien came on to our to our atmosphere, you know, through our atmosphere, onto our planet, shook the yeah. hand of 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 Donald Trump last year because he was the president last year, or or Joe Biden now, right? Uh, 
there would still be people who say that that is not real, regardless of like mm -hmm. that being reality, you know, and that would shake people's worlds. And I'm, I'm pretty sure the briefing that these heads of state have gotten either have one of the two reactions, either get they're scared shitless, like, whoa, what the fuck? Or two, they're like, okay, well, we can coexist, but I don't think the public is ready. Hence this guy being the space security chief for 30 years in Israel saying, okay, yeah, I know you guys exist. We're cool. We even know you're not immortal. You're, you're probably more, more feeble than we are. And that's kind of what, th this is just a theory I read a, a while back, for example, like uh, that Jesus Christ was an extraterrestrial and he had a gift, but he was, he was mortal, man. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't superhuman, none of this shit. And who, who's to say, I mean, fuck, the questions are coming in, guys. See, we just opened up Pandora's box. that what I mentioned last time? I said that before where um, a person who was abducted asked. Yeah. His, his, asked her abductors, Absolutely. what about, what about this guy, Jesus? And they said, oh, yeah. he's just like you, but he was born different. Uh, he was born with that switch in his brain or that switch in his mind yeah. turned on where, Definitely. you know, he had more act. I guess, I guess they're trying, I guess from what I, what I'm take away from what was said is he had more access to his brain than what we, we normally have. Um, yeah. that goes back to what Einstein said. If we had access to 100% of our brain, we would become pure energy or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I've I've, I've heard you've heard, you've heard about that before too, Preston. That if we use a hundred percent of our brain, it, it would be we would spontaneous comb spontaneously combust or some shit like that. We would become just we would pure energy and just kind of, like yeah, we would we, not we wouldn't we, we would wouldn't not be, able be to, on like, Earth. We would not be able to with like hold whatever. It's it's some crazy shit. But yeah. what she said was that that Christ really? had had this access to his brain that allowed him to heal like heal people with just touching you know because yeah. that's one of that that's going to bring up a subject that uh, that we're going to talk about too um is our body's ability to heal itself is what fascinates mm -hmm. um it's a theory it's not it was not a theory but a, a, another interview where i heard where this man said that these extraterrestrials that they were in contact with that they're fascinated by the human body ability to heal itself and heal itself Absolutely. quickly. So Christ had this ability to just say, okay, yeah, I can touch you and whatever's ailing you away. Because we have that, we, we're supposed to have that kind of ability, but we're not ready for it. We're not at that enlightened stage in our evolution and able for us to able to do that for each other. Yeah. So that's Which why is, what, and let's bookmark that too, because yeah. Wit on his podcast today had uh, Dr. Kathy Groover and she mentioned something about meditative states where people can change their fucking body temperature, bro. Yeah. Well, that is fucking wild. Yeah. So, oh, well, okay. Let's, let's, let's finish the video and you know, these guys got some good fucking questions. We're going to get to them. So let, let's see what the, the rest <laughs> says here. Trump has not tweeted about this, though remember a year ago he did set up the Space Force as the fifth branch there you of go. the U.S. Armed Forces. Well, we did ask the White House, the Department of Defense and Israeli officials to comment. So far, they have not responded to the NBC News request, and I wonder if they ever will. 
Allison. Now, think about that for a second. Remember, he okay. I mean, obviously, I have my thoughts about Donald Trump and opinions, whatever. And first and foremost, let me just be this. Let this be a disclaimer. Uh, we're 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 as apolitical as as we can we can be, but you know our our habits <laughs> and um, our lifestyles don't depict that. And you know, don't just because I'm wearing a Rage Against the Machine shirt doesn't mean I'm fucking you know, you know, anti-Walmart or fucking Amazon. Um, but that that's a whole different topic. That's a whole different podcast. However, I will say this. Don't look to politicians to change and better the world. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Period. Because they're public servants. You're supposed to agree and disagree with what they do. Um, but the one thing that I'm going to bring up is the Space Force stuff, right? This was the laughingstock of of the media for a while. And I, I was like, wait, why? I'm like, it makes yeah, sense to have a sense. space force. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, what if... And this is around the time that um, I remember seeing Tom DeLong. Do you remember Tom DeLong, Preston? Mm-hmm. He's like, the... Uh, the He was probably the, the more whinier singer and guitar player in Blink-182, Roger. He turned into yeah, he turned into a devout UFO UFOologist. Yeah. yeah. Super and he went on Joe Rogan and he could not just spill the beans. And I was wondering why. I'm like, this guy's acting weird. And lo and behold, like what he wanted to talk about, he couldn't because I don't know, he probably signed an NDA. He was probably gonna get hospitalized i don't know institutionalized as as wit uh mentioned that that could possibly happen um you get fucking you know you what do they call it you get uh 5150 yeah but what is it uh not omitted into the hospital you get committed there you go you get committed into a mental institution there you go um, so, so a lot of that stuff kind of made sense as uh, to what he was referring to, but he was not being straight up with what, um, what he was talking about, Roger. It was, it was really interesting. I don't know if you've seen that episode, Preston, but it's very, 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 yes. And it, it, it was a major yeah. red flag. And, and now I know because I'm like, okay, space force makes sense. I'm like, what, obviously if they know they created it for a fucking reason. Well, there's two there's two fronts of of like how you can look at Space Force and the release of Space Force in the eyes of the of the general public, right? So, uh, yeah. consider the fact that people are going to look at a branch of military as like you know military or uh, um, as a form of power that has all of the funding, everything you know, a, a level of legitimacy to it as well, right? So. Um, mm-hmm. What would the next natural state that, uh, that that the human race would take if we were going to be looking at, you know, um, a space race, right? It would be looking at right. creating a space force um, and leading that in today's world as the United States being kind of the leader in a lot of technological yeah. advancement for human uh, for humanity. That that would kind of make sense to do, you know, uh, to, to create a space force. Now that in tandem with the fact that the United States government has um, been reverse engineering. I mean, Roswell, all of the, all <laughs> of the stories we've heard of growing up as kids. Uh, you know, some of the viewers had actually put up some of the information from that before uh, earlier yeah. in the podcast. But, um, you know, 
for for like the the person who doesn't know anything about ufology or any of the things that go along with that we've all heard of like the roswell crashes and technology and the government having that and yeah. uh, pretending like it doesn't exist there have been uh, a few times where they have declassified information on ufos now when they say ufos they don't actually mean technology of uh, another planet or an origin outside of the united states or off of this planet really it just comes right. down to unidentified flying object technology that lives and it, it breathes on this earth right so when they declassify information like that they don't call those things they used to call them terminology has changed so when right. looking at you know politicians and things that we're using information from you know common terminologies ufos things like that really like comes into what you were talking about before with you know the movies uh you know really making it seem like Everybody knows this information. You yeah. Anything that we don't know, or you're bullshitting because everybody feels like that is something that comes from a film, right? Mm -hmm. So, science fiction typically actually is given so much of the the physics that are that involves the technology that they have. Um, yeah. Let they just really disconnect the whole like how it happens, right? So yeah, like for yeah, I mean yeah, back to the future made made Daniel Cho believe that science will give us a do-over one day. That's so fucking true, man. Considering so fucking true now of everything that has happened in in terms of uh you know human existence and technology and where we're at, we made such evolutionary leaps and bounds in certain points in time in history where the technological advancements we made in the late seventies throughout the early nineties, that time yeah. exponential. I mean, they believe that everything from fiber optics to uh, um, certain levels of like chemical radiation and things that we, that was, uh, that was all predicated on alien to the, 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 the United States ability to have gotten and, and, and understood alien technology. So, a lot of that stuff that that Bob Lazar, and this is where it like literally connects the two, right? Mm -hmm. Everything that Bob Lazar has said. Now it's not like nine times out of ten, eight times out of ten, nine point nine times out of ten, ten out of ten times this motherfucker has said something. Come out with information, given the public things that he has worked on, spoke about, dealt with has all been declassified has all come out to be true has all like, yeah this guy sat across from one of the greatest podcasters of our generation spoke to him candidly for two plus hours with yeah. did a documentary about him with zero like shutting questions down didn't there yeah. are so many opportunities that could have like come up in the number of times that this gentleman has come out and given information that he could have lost credibility and never has. So when totally. it's 87 years old, the, the joint chief of whoever he was, the, the space defense for Israel, that person probably could be telling the truth, but yeah, the level of credibility he has is nowhere near where someone like Bob Lazar is, right? Especially in the, the UFO community. And yeah. it gives credibility to what he's saying by him not being a credible person at all. What I mean by that is right. someone who has been involved in that, he doesn't just come out of that for no reason and say complete opposite mm -hmm. saying because he's 87 years old and crazy. 
he said it for a reason. And basically what you're saying is like being committed to a mental institution. Those are, that is the path for those people. You know, they say that, that people end up in, in, you know, dead in jail, institutionalized or in jail when you do drugs, when you do the crazy, when you are a UFOlogist, you're involved in those things and you talk about certain shit where you end up is an institution where you end up is exactly. like house crazy people. fucking. They make you out to be someone that you're not. Totally. And, and you know, it's, it's, Funny that that we bring the, brings this up because I, I stated this earlier. The media the media is fucking fake, right? And I I say this with all due disrespect now because absolutely I I am so tired of. I mean, I stopped watching the news a long time ago. Roger, you know this. I get my. I mean, even Roger. Roger's like, dude, I don't even like watching the fucking news. I'm clueless. Like he, <laughs> he's like, you know, I'll I'll browse here and there. He'll get some from from Reddit. He'll get some from his phone app, yeah. whatever. Reddit but even that, it's there. like you you still have to be subjective to everything. Like I'm the three of us here. We're we, we're from a generation that comes from very. I'm not gonna say defiant. Uh, culture. Question every we, we, yeah, we were taught to question everything because of all the shit that we saw in the 90s, for example, and all the shows. Like once the X-Files came out, boom, that that single-handedly planted a seed in my head. Right. <laughs> the truth is out there. Remember, that's what it would say. That yeah. alone conditioned me to say, okay, hey, don't believe everything that they tell you, take it at face value. And don't get me wrong, man. I got a lot of friends that are conformists and that's totally fine. Okay. Like I've had friends tell me like, hey, maybe you should just listen to your California overloads and overlords and not get carried away. And I'm like, yes and no. Okay. You know, I'm not going to take your advice for it because you're living in a paradise and I'm not. And, um, but yeah, it's, there's so much disinformation out there and uh, I can't even like begin to explain how the internet just Got way out of control, man. Well, this is a very, very cool aspect of how the internet really has given people information, right? So we yeah. all know that, like the dark web accounts for 97% of the actual internet that exists, right? Yes. Take away all the pedophile aspects and the, you know, the contract killing aspects and all the weird spooky aspects of like the weird dark holes that the black, you know, the, what the dark web has, right? And let's look yeah. at like, informational aspect of what the dark web has i mean they give information from everything that like there are conspiracy theories out there everybody knows that they exist but they're the same the same tunnels of information if you will that funnel things like you know the clintons and the you know the xyz people are hanging out on fucking epstein's island and then that shit happens right so Mm -hmm. well it, it it's real it's always been real but then it surfaces when it hits mainstream media right yeah. so at yeah. what point in time do these underground pipelines of information yeah. kind of expose the real life reality in which we live in and then the media right. pulls like a status quo veil over our eyes to keep that status quo make us feel like everything is okay that's the same pipeline of information that shares shit about fucking there are aliens and extraterrestrials and finds fucking files and information that they're able to right. declassify this stuff, which is again, earlier I was talking about how the government has declassified information. So when they use terminology like UFOs, they're no longer called UFOs. They're no longer, it's not no longer called area 51. They went through the names of sector four dreamland. Yeah. They all this stuff so we are so late with this information that by the time totally. 
find it out. I mean, the government has already declassified three videos of what they have said are extraterrestrial. They had, sorry, not extraterrestrial. They have said are UFOs, confirmed UFOs. Now again, yeah. they are the Pentagon one, right? Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, the fucking guys are tracking yeah. it in the plane. Both of them are looking at it, watching it in a jet, going yeah. so goddamn crazy. Defines the 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 the. the gravity and everything the laws of physics are defined which again goes yeah. back to what bob lazar was saying having worked on crafts where they reverse engineering things there are so many levels of information to this where it yeah. is from levels of like they're gonna make you look crazy if you say this on a base level to like totally. they make it seem like everybody knows this well it's mass media information is saying this oh that's science fiction so there's so many levels to it that by the time that you get to certain aspects of this right yeah roger you were saying that jesus potentially could have been a an extraterrestrial and that's what you were you know watching right i was just saying that no i was saying that he was a that a, a highly evolved human there you go like, okay more evolved so like he was born out of his time i guess Okay, no. so right there is very important because so right. when you at when you look at traveling in space, they mm -hmm. don't use miles per hour. They don't use terminology like what we use here because when you're leaving forces like the sun, you're leaving mm -hmm. gravity. You're leaving things where time doesn't exist. So when they explain to people things like distance, you're not just getting in a plane and flying off off of this you know planet and you're just flying through stuff you're flying through antimatter yeah. you're flying through things and time doesn't exist in that time frame so a very you, good you know it's funny Preston you bring that up with antimatter I've heard that term before what the fuck is an antimatter I, I'm not an expert I have no idea what I've that heard, is. I've heard but about I it know, I just know yeah. that, it is a, that, it, that it is a substance in space right it's where substance no shit there is it's something that they're able to it's something that they're able to measure it's something that they're able to observe and see now again i'm like not a actual it's an actual tangible I, fucking substance I, that's crazy I'm really into this kind of shit and i really like to read yeah check out what people who are big scientists and very respected in that community have to say about yeah. so when it comes to space travel they measure and they say a thing that everybody has heard is light years right so when you're looking at light yeah. years light is hitting us we're looking backwards through time we're looking at things that have happened so far before that it took so long to get to us that we're looking at light that if it was 20 million 20 million light years away it happened 20 million years ago by the time that it, that we're seeing it right so when we're looking at things like that and we're thinking of being yeah. traveled that distance to come see us they're not traveling distance really they're not traveling time really it doesn't take them time it's like a it's like there's something that we aren't able to see. It's almost kind of like the fourth dimension. It's something that we're, we know exists, but we're not able to observe. It's something that if we did observe, it's it, it's a lot of variables there, right? So take that into consideration when this is said. But like, it's, they look at aliens. Yeah, keep going. They look at aliens similarly, I mean, in terms of they, Bob Lazar, when explaining yeah. that this is what it is, people who believe in what that line of uh, uh, belief is, they, they really look at it like human existence is just a place marker in the infinite amount of possibilities through in which time could have 
potentially happened, right? So time is not linear, and we know that based off of mm. a lot of things in 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 uh, quantum physics and string theory and science, right? So with the fact that, like, I mean, and this is this is, I mean, I've heard I've heard a, a, a kind of a strange thing that this is kind of where this is coming from, and it basically says that extraterrestrials really are just us in the future coming yeah. back speaking to ourselves through sure. time in which we understand right so let's break that down mm. us in the future humanity existed in a long so so you guys have seen the movie prometheus in terms of like i was just about like to say that that was information that, and the theory prior there was a theory that originated prior to the films existed to the to the prior prior to the creator of that film's existence that took that that theory and created a film out of it called prometheus right so yes there are stories throughout time and i'm a philosophy major right so there are stories throughout time that basically look at Things like you know, you guys have seen. Have you guys seen uh, Glass and and that 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 line of films? You know, um, with the like Shamalamalamalam. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was basically saying that comic books are, and I know I'm getting on a big tangent, but it comes full circle. Just give me a minute. They're basically, <laughs> go for it. Are a form of communication, and through time, it really just it yeah. really just became, uh, um, you know, a storybook and information that people, tra you know, uh, uh you know, tech, um. Communication just went through that, right? So yeah. stories and information was kind of trans translated through time um, in the form of comic books. Now, if you say like yeah. you're looking at information and and you know not getting all of the story, well, yeah, I mean, look at everything that has happened throughout time. We don't know what happened in Egypt yet; those those things predate uh, you know anything that happened to do with you know like the timeline that Christians believe. But you know, yeah. Supposedly, Christians are the only ones who are, who are correct in how you know humanity and in life you know, in the universe existed. God just snapped his fingers and we all came, you know, to be right from nothing to something. And right. So it's like mm -hmm. there are stories and information that have been handed down through time that we have lost as as human beings. Yeah. And maybe we never even had it. I mean, time has existed and, and the, the universe has existed a lot longer than in any of us, right? So totally, what, totally. What, all of the things that we're trying to really just like break down the information of gather it and like kind of sift through it. It like yeah. comes back to show us that like all of what we know predates anything religious or things like in that nature. Right. Right. So kind of bigger than that. So well, it's fun. It's funny. You should, you should bring that up because then you also bring up how things get declassified. And of course, I stumbled across this stuff on, on a mainstream media news, uh, news site. And I'm like, okay, you just hit the nail on the head when you said, okay, when does it become relevant is when the mainstream media, uh, makes it, makes it relevant. Right. And this is one of the documents we on this report. Well, we move at the slowest pace of the slowest person. So think about yeah. it. An existence is always and have forever has been at the pace of the slowest person that we deem a part of our group. Yeah. Right. Totally. So we operate on the lowest common denominator. Mm -hmm. Right. So 
lowest common denominator can't handle the truth. That's what we as every human being on the planet Earth is going to have to operate under. And you, you hit you, again, you hit the nail on the head because this document that they declassified is from April 16th, 1976. And that's any talk about there being a space force. Yes. Because there has been a space force. There has been things from the Air Force that yeah. transpired and became this kind of shit. Now, this is, this is what it said. No, not yet. I mean, I didn't have time to, but I mean, I, I kind of previewed it uh, a little bit on my phone and I'm like, okay, it seems interesting. Yeah, but th- look, a lot, of this sh- a lot of this shit, a lot of this shit is blurred out and I don't know why. I don't understand redaction, this process. Redaction of government information is just proof of, of, of um, liability. Because really? of, think about it. If a government is going to go ahead and tell you that this is information that is sensitive, it's either sensitive to one of two things. It's sensitive to their objective mm-hmm. or their motive. Because it it's, says right there in that first line, per the request in reference B, we attempted to obtain analytical guidance on the UFO. I don't even know what that thing is blurred out. Subject. What the fuck? <laughs> That could just mean though, that could just mean that in 1976 we we obtained a unidentified flying object that later on could have been identified as a Russian spacecraft. That really right. I mean, that's what this kinds of stuff means. Because it also reads, we contacted the ADDST to see if he knew of any official UFO program and also to attempt to answer some of the questions posed by look at that, all that shit's blurred out. And for all we know, is par- probably what's his name, uh, Nazi scientist that we we stole basically and imprisoned, and have had him create NASA. <laughs> what was his name? Uh, uh, von Buren, right? Von Braun. I said von Buren. Yeah. Von Braun. Um, so I mean, how, how credible is this shit? I I mean, again, what you what you mentioned, Preston, it's like. How the fuck is all this stuff blurred out? First and foremost, like what? Why? Let me ask you a question. Do you trust? uh, Do you trust astronauts? Do you trust the credibility of an astronaut, a person who lives within science? I've I've never met one, and I've never really kind of, kind of been in that. Never really immersed myself in it. But the only astronaut I've ever really kind of immersed myself in was Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin, you know, the guys that they're the ones that landed on the moon. Yeah. So there have been, there have been, uh, now again, I'm not really like, I don't know exactly who it was, but there have been astronauts that have said that they have seen things that have been extraterrestrial, have been given information. And the level of credibility that those people have prior to this, I mean, they're shaking the hands of the fucking president of the United States. You know what I'm saying now? I'm not saying that on a moral level or that person's a great human being. I'm just saying that they, that they have worked so incredibly hard their craft and what it is that they have studied so hard to be able to do scientifically worked their, their ass off and gone outside into the fucking in space. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those are physically tough and smartest human beings, brilliant minds. Right that humanity has to offer their level of credibility should be regarded as some of the highest on, on this earth. Would you, would you say? 
Would you agree? I, I, I absolutely, and I I mean this because I mean this with all due respect too, because I know there's a lot of I, I guess doubters of the the moon landing, but then again, there's there's also a spin to that that I've also read, like who was holding the camera, and uh, a part of me thinks it was probably an extraterrestrial an alien that was helping them out, man. I don't know that for sure. No, you know what I, but, you know, um, I, I'm, that's an idea I fancied for a while, but I mean, at this point I'm like, I'm convinced we did land on the moon. Do you think, <laughs> do you think that we, do you think that we really were chilling with ET up on the moon during, you know, uh, uh, like a, a routine thing that we're going to go ahead and show the, the world. They're not going to show that. They're not going to show I, any yeah. that transpired during that at all. Right. Alien involved in that. Right. So like, there are there are conspiracy theories that talk about how uh, there are installations on the moon already and have been since yeah. the, since the 60s and 70s. Wait, wait, what do you mean installations? Like full-on fucking government bases. Like bases, homie. Like full-on like real shit. Like they got like, they got right Club right Moon. They got it's Club Moon with the bottle service up there. Well, what's going like, on, man? Yeah, they, they got they got that Pluto Nash going on up there, dude. <laughs> astronauts probably have to sign something stating that they cannot disclose what they witness of course they have to you can't yeah. so it's like this we have worked for companies that are shit companies i've worked for like i'm not saying verizon is a shit company or at&t is a shit company or whatever right but like We've worked for companies that don't deal with fucking trade secrets of of human existence of the existence of aliens and hiding that from humans right there are there are companies we've worked for that basically straight up tell us that if we we talk about something that we witness like a new iPhone coming out we're going to get in trouble. Those people fucking have their entire lives like put on blast if you if you look like you're you're doing something wrong, you know, or saying something that isn't real. Yeah, I mean, uh NASA isn't like this goes back to what, you know, NASA is not part of the government. NASA is no. a private. It's a private. It's like a private company. It's like, like SpaceX. It's like it has nothing. Right here yeah. in Pasadena, Altadena. So it's like it's as federal as Federal Express. It is not. It's not part of the government. So this whole thing that Trump did with SpaceX, it. Could, I mean, with Space Force, I think what's going to happen is, um, if this thing evolves even more, can phase out NASA and maybe absorb it. And then we'll have an official, like, government-run, military-type space travel, you know, branch. And that's uh, bullshit. If it, if it plays out to, I mean, I'm just saying, if it starts, if it starts to grow more and more, I can, I, I, I can think that that, that, that could happen in the, in the, in the far-off future. Edgar, we uh, can't, we can't hear you. So I'm not going to even, but. If you're an astronaut, you know, working for NASA, obviously they're going to tell you, you know, the government's going to come up to you and say, look, there's this shit out there. You're probably going to see this, probably going to run into some stuff, you know. Sorry about that. That was my fault. You know, they're going to make these, they're going to make these astronauts. They're going to have the astronauts say, look, you can't say anything about this. You can't do anything about this. And they get the government can even go as far in saying, you know, Okay, so let me, uh, Roger, Roger, sorry to cut you off, but let me ask you this question. Elon Musk just went on Joe Rogan 
what, maybe four or five days ago, Preston. And he stated, and I quote, we will be making regular trips to Mars or not Mars, but like outside of, you know, interplanetary space trips in two years. Now, this is what I fucking this is what I mean by they have said that we have installations on the moon already. Now, I'm not sure if everybody knows. We haven't been on the installations. In I've been on the moon since Apollo, since the Apollo, Apollo eighteen or seventeen. It was seventeen. Apollo seventeen, I believe, was the last yeah. Apollo wow. mission. So yeah, like we mid seventies. We have not visited the closest floating object to the planet since the eighties. Right now, mm-hmm. we have since then sent a couple, I believe. Uh, and I was, I was in, I was in fifth grade when i went and yeah. visited jpl when they sent out what was it pathfinder or it, it was something it was the pathfinder i think it was yeah i could be wrong but i think it was pathfinder yeah pathfinder. So, so it was there was, there was a, the first mars rover the first rover to mars basically yeah. oh that, yeah and it took three years for them to get for that for that spaceship to get there to get to mars land there and then began that little rover's mission began fucking going out and taking little samples and shit that little rover has been there since 2000 yeah we haven't visited the moon since december 1972 it was apollo 17 17 apollo 17 in 1970 yeah i thought it was the 80s it's the 70s but that's that so when you think about how long it's been since we have really done anything out there, think about that. Do you think that they haven't made any kind of like real advancements in, I mean, I don't know, going to the moon and seeing everything that they, you know, that's on the moon and surveying all oh, parts yeah. of it that they didn't tell us about? They probably did. They probably did all kinds of shit up there and didn't tell us about it. Being a private group, they don't have to disclose that information. Right. They're business just like i mean a private private entity just like spacex is and i mean bottom line is there has been travel that wasn't i think maybe given you know we, we weren't given privy to the information Here, they made the here's the, here's the here's a reason there. why here's the reason why preston here's the reason why we haven't been back apparently this is alleged right the dark, the dark side we haven't been back alien we we haven't been back to the moon in 47 years because political risks have prevented it from happening because the program takes too long to develop and it costs too much money. Almost $1.6 billion in funding is a right now would take, it would be a current plan to go back to the moon. Now here, here's old war. They thought that, that they thought that Russia and all these other fucking companies, all these other countries were putting weapons on the moon and had bases there. Yeah. This was talks of what that was going on in the 60s, 70s and 80s. Now so, go, going back to your Prometheus, um, they've been doing going back to your Prometheus theory. Now, have they have seen something there? Um, but, but the possibility is yes. Yes. Well, they, um, there's been Australians that know. Who, at, at the size of the universe, just the sheer size of the universe. Now we're talking about math. Yeah. I'm not a math yeah. 
and I don't like math, but I do know how to recite information. Okay. <laughs> so having spoken, Caltech is right here in Pasadena. Oh I, yeah, totally. As you know, I used to work at Trader Joe's. I'd get out of Trader Joe's and I'd walk right over to Caltech and I'd hang out and I'd sit and listen to seminars in their little foyer and courtyard there. Right. Amazing. Mm -hmm. There have been people who have studied and sat with Stephen Hawking and 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 some of the most brilliant minds on this world that yes. I listen speak at this place, right? So I mean, if you have the opportunity, check it out. It's fucking amazing. It'll blow your mind, right? Yes, it is. So I listened to a physicist explain how if we were to meet another being outside mm. of, outside of this universe, outside outside of our planet, right? Within this universe, because again, a universe means and implies that there is one verse, one, one, one yeah, yeah, reality, one of everything, wherein which there's multiple theories that support the evidence in which you know Einstein also said too, uh, relativity and gravity and everything involving that implies that there are multiple verses, multiverses, levels to every aspect of reality, meaning like mm -hmm. dimensions could be another term for a multiverse. So first level dimension, second yeah. level dimension, we live in the third level of dimension, you know. So there's different levels to every aspect of it, meaning that there is an infinite level. We are just in the third, right? So with that being said, everybody just needs to watch the movie Interstellar just to understand some level of what I'm talking about. Oh Lord, yeah. that 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 movie f fucked me me it's mentally <laughs> for like two weeks, man. Based upon real physics and actual yes. theories and things that are that are put into a film. Okay, that's all that was. Okay. If now. you were to tell me, Preston, if you were to tell me, hey you only have this much time because it's equivalent to 10 years out here. So you have two minutes and I'm like, what dude, that I would, I would fucking lose my shit. That's the aspect of when we travel, yeah. we would not be meeting ourselves if we just went to Jupiter and back. So yeah. a machine traveling there and back, like a, like our probes, all of our satellite, yeah. but Nick, all of those things, can travel that and come back because they transcend time because they're inanimate objects. They are not real. They do not breathe. They're not living. Yeah, now, how do, how does that apply to these beings? Apparently, okay. So in, in Prometheus, it was a tight. It was a it was a titan, right? I don't know about that. That that's 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 based yeah. upon a theory. Now, what I'm saying that this this physicist and this actual person who I listened to speak about yeah. this theory said if we were to meet any being around our planet that mm -hmm. came from outside our yeah. solar system, our observable galaxy, perhaps mm -hmm. the universe is expanding at such an infinite amount of speed. Not even speed; it's something that we can't. It's something that's outside of that, right? But it's 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 expanding so quick; it's beyond anything we can perceive. Right. Right. The space in which exists between things like different right. galaxies continues to expand as well. So everything exponentially gets further and further and further away. Right. So we have reached and and it was billions of years ago that we have reached a point in, in which time and space is so is moving so fast that the amount of time and space that is that 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 expands is further than is perceivable by human beings to even travel. Wow. So you could not reach even the next like 
like if you look at like there's like a really great YouTube channel that explains this and it's called Kurskeskat. Kurskeskats. It's like a German channel mm. explains all these really cool it's physicists and all these really cool uh people get together and talk about this shit and they put together these really awesome videos for people to understand, right? These mm, okay. ideas and things that these these physicists put together. And it explains that 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 there are like that there are like quadrants to like uh the size of um so Think about it our planet our solar system our galaxy our and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger from there right yeah. so our universe is the biggest aspect of it but there's all these different levels in between it so it's like if you think about a quadrant a quadrant is just where the milky way galaxy and every galaxy in that quadrant exist so the space between quadrants yeah. Oh, motherfucking fast and far between each other. That basically, we really could not reach the next ga uh, quadrant. And then there's things that are bigger than the quadrant that entail all of the quadrants that in that are in that. So it's like it, space just basically is, if you think about it, bigger than humanly perceivable. It's bigger than what we could think of conceive and then there's a troll of the galaxy which is the fucking black hole well then right there. if something came from within that spectrum of us being able to do it has to be an origin in which we know already currently exists which is us yeah so that means that if in an alternate future which because there are infinite amount of possibilities in an infinite amount of times because time doesn't exist outside of human existence because who is there to observe it no one mm. right time is just something that human beings have uh labeled something we've observed that doesn't mean it so to be right so like for instance we're looking at we're looking at the universe and we're trying to say that's what that means until right. until uh human beings existed that's not what that meant it was you know what i'm saying so yeah. really, yeah. Anything to come back to human existence would be something that we already know to to be existing mm -hmm. on a time frame that doesn't exist because time is not linear. So, for instance, if we met something coming to us, it's already us from yeah. a different time frame, a different point in time coming back to see us. So basically. I, the way in which this person uh, explained this this physicist explained how extraterrestrials would look to us would be mm -hmm. either way far in the future or way far in our past of a form of something that we came from or are going to become become really, really? That, that's what the grays that's why when you look Bro. about the aliens when they actually when you when you get into the ufology and people speaking about this who are really involved in the community they 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 speak of speak on aliens and different uh species or subspecies i don't necessarily know if you would actually say the word species it would just be mm -hmm. type no, of that's a good that's a good one this species i mean because we are a species you know say we're that there's over being on the terra that there's 52 different species of alien extraterrestrials out there. Yeah, that the human, 52? Beings human beings yeah. have cattle. That that we've cataloged, yeah. That wow, you know, this is interesting. Uh, the most famous and most popular ones that everybody knows <laughs> of are the greys, 
of course, you know, the little yeah. ones that the big heads, black, dark eyes and stuff. Um, there's also the reptilians. Uh, the one that I was telling you about earlier today, known as the tall whites. Oh, the what? There's insect ones that look like the, the mantis. insect ones, yeah. Some yeah. shit. Yeah. You should, wow, you should no watch shit. That one I was talking about, the tall whites, dude. That one is, that one's pretty, pretty crazy, you know. Richard yeah. says, I hope the truth comes out before I leave this earth. I think we, the people, have the right to know something as significant as this clock is ticking. Now, here, let me let me make a comment I, I, on I, that. Bro, I would say I would say we all deserve to know the truth, but dependent on where we go after we yeah. leave Earth, we already will know that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Like I think after we're done here, we'll know everything that happens. I trip out lately on this stuff. I'm, 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 I'm the type of nigga that likes to trip out, right? <laughs> I think about that kind of stuff all the time. But Edgar, what were you going to say? I'm going to grab another drink. Does anybody want another no, drink? Go for it. Go for it. Go yeah, for it. Go, I'll go, take go. a virtual drink. Hit me up. So to answer your to, to, to add to your comment, Richard, I, I here's here's my thing with this whole declassification. And now they're really kind of romanticizing UFOs, extraterrestrials, all this shit. And my my thought and opinion on this is we should have learned, we should have known about this a long time ago. And Hollywood just did a did us a disservice by condition conditioning us to fear the unknown. And then there's Roger mentioned world was a world of worlds. They mentioned uh, signs. The they mentioned all these movies. And quite frankly, like what did it do to us, Roger? It fucking terrified us. It desensitized us. And it, it made us more. It it made us more afraid of experiencing this. You know, out of the box because w- one of the things that always that. You know, okay, so back to what Preston was saying about, you know, traveling and stuff. Black um, label. There's, and, you know, the it's not universe, black label. <laughs> what fire in the sky scared the shit out of me. Yeah, you know, that yeah. that's that that's one thing. You know, we've had people have stories of horrific abductions. There's people who have stories of having sex with aliens, you know. Um yeah. there's people there, yeah, you can. There's this guy who had his experience, and he put on paintings and everything. And and yeah, um, if you watch that other one called Extraordinary, um, yeah, about about the man and this woman who were abducted, and uh, they had you know uh, babies with like hybrid aliens and stuff like. That. There's just so many things out there. So many, so many things that people have been talking about for decades. Yeah. How could it not be real? How can it not be real when there's so much evidence out there, so much people saying so many different things, but they're all similar in some way. You know, there's so many things in our written history that that talk about unknown or unexplained events in our human history. You know, Um, one of the things that um, Preston was saying that um, about our universe, if you were Mm -hmm. to. See that interview. Um, I forgot his name. His last name is Hall. He talks about the tall whites and he says, Yeah, like he says that he was able to converse with one of them and he asks them, mm-hmm. um, is there right? What the tall whites? I don't mean to interrupt you, but the tall yeah. whites, the Zeta reticuli. Yeah. So he asked them, it's like, 
are there more? Is there other life out there besides you? And he, and he, and he said the, the, the response to it was really good. Um, you know, when that, that, that makes you think it's you believe in your God, you know, your creator. And he created this world that, we live, that you live in. Do you really mm-hmm. think that he's going to stop at that one? You know, if he created this world that we live in, do you, do you really think that this creator is going to just make the one? You know, it's like if you make a car. Are you really going to stop and make this one car? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna work but, on it. No, more. you're gonna smoke. Abs- absolutely there's, not. And then there's there's the other fact about how traveling in space is like yeah. traveling through time itself. There's no there's no way of you know keeping track of it. There's no way of measuring it. Um, right. We measure it by light years, and usually uh, exactly, it's, it's like it's 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 outside of a human existence to be observable. Right. It's not- you know the distance of to travel it changes oh. right so you have to also ask yourself this if if you have the ability to travel from one planet to another or mm. let's say just one planet to an, to another star outside of our solar system you're really not mm-hmm. just going to go travel all that distance which usually could probably take maybe 10 to 20 years if we measure yeah. it you're not just going to travel there show up in the atmosphere and then just fade away. You know, you're not going to do that. That's why a lot of the theories out there are saying that most of the time, most of the things that we see in the sky, these aren't these aren't vehicles that are you know outside of our 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 world. It's either experimental vehicles from the government or things that we've built, or it's interdimensional, meaning that these uh, beings have exactly. the capability of literally folding space like creating a wormhole that allows you to just literally just have two points in, in the solar system and then you fold that space together mm-hmm. and all you have to do is just skip into it just take one step into it and distance and time are irrelevant so, now let me let me ask you guys both this question because um i, I really want to know because i'm curious as well as both of you oh, okay if these if these beans are visiting us uh why us what what do they want from us what is it that's uh, that drives their curiosity obviously roger turned me to this one documentary where the guy was videotaping these i guess beings coming to his pad all the time and they were just conducting experiments on his ligaments on his joints they repaired they repaired a knee a bad knee he had and i'm just like okay what what the fuck do they want but you guys made mention of the way our human body heals itself. Yeah. So well, is that is that part of their intrigue or what? There's theories out there. There's um there's talk that supposedly like like Preston said, there are future selves. It's humanity evolved into a into a point in time in the future where it can no guidance. longer what? Comes back to guidance. Okay. Really? Yeah, they come back like let's say yeah. Let's we, say are we like an old carburetor on a cancer. fucking classic car or some shit? No, no I'm just want to say they're guiding us. It's a level of guidance, observing. There's not. There's no. There's no reason. Like what what Roger was saying. There's no reason for them to mm-hmm. come and observe us. They exist in two times. They see what's happening. They they understand. Time doesn't exist, right? So. Mm-hmm. Say is time is happening is something that we 
deem as time here. Just because yeah. the earth is rotating around the sun doesn't mean that that is time, all right? That is just the perceived way of human ex humanity's way of defining right. here, right? So with that yeah. in play, and I'm trying to help your, your viewers too, right? So with that in play here, understand that when vehicles travel here and humans observe that, mm -hmm. Roger basically hit the nail on the head. It's either A, governmental vehicles that are being reverse engineered and tested and things that we're doing here, right? Or mm -hmm. B, there are phenomenon that there are people who, like something like 96% uh, or 94% uh, of of uh, all people who have had some level of UFO uh, um, um, story get debunked, mm -hmm. get debunked. But the people that, that have not gotten debunked, not only mm -hmm. their evidence stands so much in their favor, but everything um, helps their story, corroborate their story. And physics mm -hmm. and science can't explain what, what they have witnessed and observed, right? So basically, let's just say something less than 10%, very, very, very basic number, something like less than 10% of people mm -hmm. Are actually observing, you know, who, who claim that they observe uh, spacecrafts uh, uh, or, or have interactions with aliens and, and UFO experiences um, are actually telling the truth and saying that in terms of what we can deem credible, right? And out mm -hmm. of those people, all the information seems to point in one very similar direction, which is very, mm -hmm. very similar to how uh, the cor correlation to every um, uh, um, pre. Uh, uh, intercontinental civilization mm -hmm. have very similar um, traits in their 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 ways of navigation, their ways of uh, studying the stars and astrology, right. um, correlating that to how they built their pyramids and their technology during the time. Now, when you're looking at like so many things that connect um, something as old as existence of the universe right mm -hmm. human mm -hmm. beings are existence in all of this if you're really going to look at from the beginning of what we can observe as time or observe as like the the existence of anything right you're less than a fraction of a millisecond trillisecond like the, the, the smallest infinite amount of like time throughout all of this so we are so ignorant to say that we are the only thing that exists. Mm -hmm. So to your, to your point, Roger, if there was a God that just went yeah, like Thanos and said, all life is gone, but mm -hmm. he said, and all life exists. Why stop at just earth? Why stop yeah. it here? Why not look at every aspect of what you created and create life in your image? We are all in an image, which is why this is something that I've heard, which is a very interesting theory and topic. If you look at the smallest and the largest observable anything, it mimics itself. Now, what I mean by that is an atom. An atom is... There's something smaller than an atom, which we all know. Most people believe that an atom is the smallest thing. Now, they haven't mm -hmm. come. Current science and current science would say that there are things called quarks and smaller particles within an atom. It wouldn't be called a particle. It would be called something else. But uh, there are things that are smaller than an atom. But let's just say that an atom is the smallest thing that is observable, right? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is an atom? It's a small little cer- center, circle, nucleus. Things rotate around it. What obviously does the same thing? The universe. What does that larger? The solar system, right? Sorry, sorry. What does that smaller, you know? The solar system, what does what does that bigger? Galaxies, what does that bigger? It mimics itself on larger planes of existence. So let's say we could observe time being the time that it takes for me to punch something, right? Mm-hmm. On this on this planet, on this plane, on on our level, right? Me punching has a level of speed to it that is very very slow to a to a, a fly a fly is smaller in comparison to us but they live on a smaller frame and spectrum of the universe so everything is a speed and matter Shit, i never fucking thought of that it, think you we've watched the movie ant man right have you yeah, watched yeah. The movie? yes yes but now that you brought it to an actual example with a fly Okay, a fucking well, fly. <laughs> the movie Ant Man explains the concept of time, size, space, gravity very well, considering yeah. the fact that we are our size. Like I said, my punch goes at a certain speed, right? But when I'm trying to punch a fucking fly, it's real difficult to do that because their level of size it's different. Their their gravity and everything that they're dealing with helps them deal and see things differently than we are now take that small mm. it's it's a relative level of quick speed right so if you get so small you're living on something that that we can't observe that is so minute that now your universe your observable universe changes so what's to say like the end of men in black we are mm. not just the fucking little pinhead inside of the galaxy inside of you know what i'm saying that just fucking is inside yeah. of a marble, marble. It's a fucking, marble. Yeah. That's a fucking alien is flicking and throwing on it what is to say our existence isn't the distance between a, a fucking a drop of water falling from the tip of a leaf down to a fucking uh, a pond our existence mm. our life on a level of an observable universe is only that of which we can see and observe. So we're looking at seeing our level of expansion in this universe, our observable universe is so much faster than we can observe or see or measure or understand. There was an episode of Star Trek that explains that, that talks about what you're doing, what you're talking about. It was this, they run into this planet and they enter the orbit of the planet and then they observe it and they've been up that what they were what they were observing was this planet is changing constantly mm. every second that's no every different than that, that interstellar that interstellar it's, thing when you're up yeah. there seeing something happen that's 10 fucking years for every 10 seconds that's happening for every down. for every second yes it, it's 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 what you're talking about how uh something in the macroverse to the microverse um, mm-hmm. you know, microscopic to macro, uh, things like that. Um, they move at a different time. All happening frame. in the same place. They age, they all happen faster. Speeds. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, uh, well, it's all, y'all need to stop this shit. I'm not high enough to understand this podcast. Hey. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> what, what he's saying level. is, if we were, if we, if I was able to move as fast as a fly, you know, um, not only would I would be able to move things before you grab it you won't be able to see me 
But the problem with that is I'd age a lot faster. It, wait, say, say it again. Say it again. You would age faster. Your metabolism right. would speed up, and you would yeah. you would you would age a year in just a second. You know, for the matter of time in which you live in the universe in which you live in, because your level yep. of relative size and every yeah. aspect of you at that point accelerates to that level. So yeah. that's that's the that's wow. the, the the point in uh, that that it's like okay. You unlock a certain percentage more of your brain to be able to bend time. Okay, look at you know what? Mm. I'll tell you what. I, I totally believe everything that we're talking about, but I, I I I the thing that I believe more than anything that this is all time, all life, all of reality, everything we're dealing with. This is the matrix. We are 100 percent in the matrix. This is not okay. The Matrix that 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 Neo lives in, and everything. yeah, yeah, I was just saying, not the one that the Hollywood movie depicts. No, yeah. no that is yeah. not the Matrix in which we live in. We are a brain in a vat. We are, we are, all plugged in to something mm -hmm. than ourselves. Now, that is metaphorically can be taken like, okay, we are all connected to God, to Jesus, to enter whatever word means Yahweh. Yeah. To, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It just comes down to things like vampires and aliens and werewolves and, you know, uh, governmental uh, conspiracy exist in which minds can understand it. Okay. Kind of like uh, NASA is run by Illuminati. Uh, well, every governmental, uh, every form of a governmental um, uh, entity. Mm -hmm. Deems control upon a something, upon, upon a population. That's the reason why you build it. Well, there you go. It's a construct. Yeah. Construct in yeah. order to control what you Correct. are building it upon. Now, when we think and we deal with I mean, this whole show is about aliens, right? Now, <laughs> what is aliens? This is all based upon a level of control, information yeah. control of, of, of the population, the information that gets to the population, a control of the information that potentially the aliens have for us or not, right? So this is all just another layer. Aliens yeah. is another topic, another layer to existence yeah. of human beings. Thinking about something greater than ourselves trying to leave this Absolutely. planet, Earth, I personally believe, I personally think, this could be a conspiracy that you guys want to go ahead and kick off on, right? Mm -hmm. Have a, a, a reach into this bag of potato chips and pull out whatever I, whatever you get. Okay. Imagine we really are in the matrix. We really are mm -hmm. plugged into something greater than ourselves, but that thing is not something that is going to give us any level of satisfaction at the end of all of this. It's not going to go ahead and give us any kind of gratification as to a pat on the head or a pat on the back for doing a good job on this earth. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. when we, when we die, when, when this is all over, we don't know what happens. I don't know what happens. You don't know what happens. So when we all speculate about it, it's as good as basically like pissing in the wind. It's just, yeah, right. It, it basically comes back to like, Everything is a layer that pushes us down and further into just like believing what we're told into just being easier to submit to some shit, easier to just not ask a question or, or what's why, why? Because 
notice that society and things freak the fuck out when you don't mm-hmm. do what you're told. When you ask why, when you don't do the normal. But the thing is, when when everyone's stream is being pushed this way, when everyone's direction is that way, and you say no, you don't even fucking go against it. You just stop. Maybe you don't even stop. Maybe you just fucking notice. Yeah. Maybe you just. I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm just like, hold on. Wait, why? Why am I going this way? Well, this is the this is where I'm getting at. Yeah. When when the 87 year old man who had the credibility of the whole world and every scientist behind him, you know, who were talking about, you know, what what was his title? What was his title? The Joint Chief of he Staff, was the um, security the, of space or whatever in Chief Israel, security or something like that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. When he says five years ago they would have put me in prison, they would have put me in a in mental hospital, they would have, right? Think about yeah. when you when you behave in a way that that maybe doesn't really like do anything bad, but you're just like wondering like, why would I do that? Why would I say that? Why is that all right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I I just think those two things are very very similar. They could go hand in hand because when you start talking about aliens and when you start fucking telling people that this is what you believe in, you get put in the same category as people who start saying, you know what, the existence of of everything that we're dealing with, man, isn't even what you fucking think it is. Now you get put right. in this category of, 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 you know, maybe this guy deserves to be in the loony bin. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. honestly, everybody who who do- talks about that gets put in that same category. Maybe, maybe it's just me. And if, you know, no, you, you, you it's, it's funny you bring that up. You think that I should it's be, fr- you know, put in a loony bin because I believe that things that are going on in the universe and, you know, our perceived, you know, reality doesn't really align with things that like are happening. Have you guys seen these videos that are just like, uh, the alien videos, the UFO videos, but they're of a fucking mm. bird that's flying, but it's mid air stuck, glitching, yeah, glitching yeah. the fuck out. Like we talked things about this through yes. I've seen why it. I say this because the universe or the universe, the matrix, could be fucking planting these UFOs f- so that you and I are talking about this instead of fucking noticing. The, the 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 you know like the the deja vu moments that you guys have yeah. two or three times a day. Yeah. Like, what yeah. the did that? Just, Richard, that, uh, that, Richard, I hope you're I hope you're kidding, man. <laughs> yeah, you better you better be kidding. I think he wants to know what I'm listening to. The government does listen all the time, Richard. They listen all the time. At the same time, they're probably trying to recruit us for a job so we can shut the fuck up. Hey, that's what they do could be Colin Farrell in that movie, The Recruit, and all they want to do is just make us fucking guilty for something. Yes, we're thinking yes. that we're going to go ahead and be recruited to go ahead and save something. They come into our places and, and, and yo, we want to go ahead and talk to El Royer and say, El, oh, Royer. El Royer is going to go ahead and be our, our brand new spokesperson for XYZ. And in fucking six months, El Royer is fucking, you know, the, the, the face of uh, another Epstein case or something. Yeah. That's, what? Stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's the kind of stuff that happens to people like us when we are. Uh, that's here's- hence what Wit just posted right now. If it goes blank <laughs> and I never hear from me again, then I know I'm legit. And that you know, you know, what's funny is this happened to me a while back. Um, I had uh, I was talking. We we and Roger first started doing doing these podcasts about maybe like two or three weeks ago. 
And we, right. of course, we compile as much footage as we can of the stuff that we see in the sky, right, Preston? And some of it just magically disappears. I don't know how. Don't right. don't explain. But there's a logical reason behind the disappearances. But you know, who knows? Years ago, this this is this is attached to the noises that you were hearing at night randomly. Remember that? Oh, they're still happening. Well, there you go. That's what I'm saying. Those kinds of things are still happening in the world. Are they aliens? Let's find out. Show us some of these videos. Yeah, it's like, well, for example, uh, what it would say, damn, bro, what kind of weed you got? You're on a good one. I'm with it. Actually, <laughs> man, th- yeah. this isn't even on. This, the- this is just this is just a, an enhancement. <laughs> this is it. Now, here, here's my other theory, too, is. There's a lot, of course, we don't know everything, of course, especially about the cosmos, the different galaxies, but we do know, we do know Earth, and we know the near, the, the fucking sun is a big-ass star. We know that, you know, there, there's people that believe the Earth is flat. Who knows? We don't, we don't even know that. We just know what really? we were taught, right? Really? I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not fancying that idea at all. I'm not fancying because I believe the earth is not flat. I'm not one of those, but after listening to these people and how their, um, their perspective forms, I understand the, the, the questioning that I was brought up to, you know, question everything. Okay. That's totally fine. However, whether the earth is flat or not, whatever, that's, that's something I don't fancy. One thing is for sure. We live in, it's a thing like this, man. Fill with water. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a living thing. Yeah. Right? Plate mm-hmm. tectonics. Um, who knows? At one point, I mean, I'm a, I'm a firm believer of the Pangean theory. Uh, and uh, Ice Age, uh, a fucking meteor hitting Earth. Okay. Who's to say? Who's to say other planets in our fucking solar system that have basically like no real life, like Mars, for example, who's to say that they weren't just like us before and maybe other beings just fucked it all up, kind of like we're doing right now with this planet and either they flee or they died with it. And that's the remains of the planet. And Maybe these extraterrestrials and these uh, these other beings are coming to say, okay, maybe is it salvageable? Like you were saying earlier, is it salvageable? Like let, let's communicate with these guys a little bit. Uh, but I think at, at this point, Preston, I think they're like, nah, these motherfuckers are crazy. They're killing themselves. They're fucking up the earth. You know, they they're they're making fake fucking meat at Carl's Jr. Like oh, she just got fake meat. Yeah, man. The, the was it the the Impossible Burger? No, uh, that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. Hold on, I thought you know you, I am faded right now. So when you said that they're because I was thinking like after this I kind of want to go ahead and get me a Carl's Jr. Twice during this podcast. But guess what? Guess what? Who turned me into the the the? I guess the I don't even know the the term, but there it's fake meat. Roger went in ate one the first time. He's like, "Hey, dude, this tastes like the real shit, man." And I'm like, "What? That's a plant based burger." I'm like, "Are you sure it's plant based, or did you just say it's plant plant based?" 
He's a whatever fucking sorcery they use. It tastes like the real shit. And these extraterrestrials looking at us like, you know, you guys got a bunch of cows over here. Real meat. Like, what's wrong with y'all? I no, think no? okay. You want some fig meat? All right, cool. If, if uh, in all in fairness, though, I think that if if the aliens were here, they're more intelligent than this. They figured out a way to eat without killing potentially. Yeah, right. Absolutely. They're telling us not to eat meat. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Well, a level of in, a level of intelligence in the person to me, Preston, like. Like say an Elon Musk, say a, a Bill Gates, say a Jeff Bezos, say even fucking um what, what's uh, the big entrepreneur in, um in uh Dallas? Oh, Mark Cuban. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're um, all, does, they're it all, doesn't matter all, what shape good. race. Uh, it's the nervous system that that is built Actually, to fire good. at so so many. You know, I don't even know the measurement anymore. I forgot about my science class, but. Like, how does someone like that retain one retains so much fucking information? I know there's there's been neuroscience to prove it, but even that neuroscience to me is very fucking alien. It's amazing and intriguing. Now, where 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 does this where does this type of human stem from? Right. And I've always thought that like, oh, yeah, you know, typical upbringing. They grew up in, I don't know, like a suburb or in. I mean, even in the ghetto or there are immigrants from Cuba, whatever. And these are the people that impact single-handedly impact the entire Planet. technological infrastructure of the world, man. The world, not just the nation, but the world. They employ the right people for the right jobs. They're not the ones that single-handedly do it. Now, that, that takes a lot of skill in its own. How even a war master... Such as I don't know, I, I I can't think of one right off the bat. But the only the only the only war masters that I knew that were just so fucking genius and savage at the same time and intelligent were the Comanches, the Native American Comanches. Yeah, they they knew they they schemed. They read the stars. They knew when to fucking. It's an, it's incredible how. Okay, you say you're born with this intelligence. Everyone says that you're born intelligent. No. Do you really believe that? I believe that you are innately given a some level of um desire or some level of like influence <laughs> for, for wanting things. You're here we really fucking Yeah. You know what? Yeah, you know yeah. what? I would say is out of this world. Well, you even know? me. I mean, I I know I'm not extraterrestrial. I'm not alien, but I am a particular type of breed that possesses a very, very, very particular gift that I, I'm sure a lot of people have. Man, I mean, I'm just I'm just one of probably I don't know a million that that were like, for example, Preston, you mentioned Joey Diaz. That motherfucker remembers all kinds of shit, dates, times, like p- shit that people wear. My thing is, I, the minute I smell something, it triggers a bunch of memories. And the minute I hear a song or I see a TV show or a picture, boom, like my my brain starts firing. And um, now, hence, an extraterrestrial has those capabilities times 30. 
I believe. Who's to say that ain't Mark Zuckerberg? Who's to say that's not Bill Gates? Who's to say that wasn't Steve Jobs and he perished? Why come here and do that? Why come here and be that? I don't know. That's that's the very inspiring. They don't. They don't come here to inspire too many people. You came over to my house a few weeks ago. Blew my wife's mind. Knowing where the fuck we live, where the fuck we sit, for multiple years. Shiba, you're a fucking alien, bro. Yeah, yeah it's you funny because I don't know how I retain. Even with Roger, he I blow away his mind. He's like, you remember that? I'm like, yeah. You don't? And he's like, no. And I'm like, well, what? What do you mean you like? I don't. I don't understand, Preston. Like, I still remember. Call me alien. I remember when I first watched Return of the Jedi at the movie theater. Guess when Return of the Jedi came out? 1983? 1983? Like, 84, something like that. 84. I was three years old. Yeah. I remember why, because I looked up at the screen. I remember that fucking Ewok wicked right there in the screen. It scared you. Oh, I didn't know what the fuck it was. I'm like, oh, what the it hell? It scared you. That's what and it was at, it was back then it was at man's Chinese theater. Hmm. Now, what else do I remember from four or five years old? I remember living in city terrace. I had a bird's eye view of Dodger stadium, just like that for the fireworks show every Friday at nine 30 or nine o'clock, whatever. I forget what it was. I'm sitting there like this. I'm like six or seven and I'm looking fireworks are over. And then I just see something fly over the the palm trees like that, um, stop, and then just jam. Aliens. I, I didn't forget that. I'm just like, you're six years old. Like you're I'm a year older than my son. I didn't know what the fuck I saw, but I remember it. That's a- that's the part where I'm just like, wait, what the fuck? Like, I've been seeing this since I was a kid. Like how, how, Check, could it not, how could it not be real? Check this out. 11 years old on the way back from a road trip. My mom, my grandmother, my little brother and I driving back from Denver, right? It's probably 11, 12 o'clock at night. My mom's driving through the night. I'm in the very back seat of the Suburban and I'm looking out and we're probably somewhere in Arizona, right? Not mm-hmm. knowing that this area is hot for, I'm 11 years old. Now I'm looking out and I'm listening to some music on some headphones and just a car ride. I look out of the window and I swear on my life, man, a humongous ball of light just burst in the sky. Everybody in the car yells. I like, and my my body was like facing the direction in which it happened. And I, I saw the ball of light and like the thing didn't just go straight, dude. It went and went boom back up almost in the same fucking direction that it came in. Three people. Damn, it was flight of the navigator. Three people besides myself in the car. And this is sponsored by White Claw, Ruby yeah. Grapefruit, Hard Seltzer. Yeah, you, can, you can reach us <laughs> for sponsorship, Mr. White Claw. Just, just call me and you can email I've never, me. I've never had a White Claw. Segway, 10 seconds. We went to 7 Eleven the other day doing laundry. I looked at this. I have no idea why it looked so delicious. I got it. My girl asked to have it tonight. I've never had a white claw. I'm going to take a sip for the first time. It's pretty alien, bro. Taste it. It's pretty alien. Taste it. What does it taste like? Pretty alien. 
That tastes like it will make me a very angry, very, very violent white girl later on tonight. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's very popular in spots like Vegas, Area 51. Um, also, um, you know, ver- various uh, churches and, uh, you know, synagogues. Uh, it's very... Uh, here, here's okay. Now we've reached the the hour forty seven minute mark. Um, there's there's the thought provoking question of the podcast that we're going to end with, and this is going to take this is going to take us home right here because this is something that I always look up thought provoking questions, person, and I always think of what the person would say, and uh, th- this is something that you are definitely going to elaborate first because I really want your thoughts on this. And uh, quite frankly, I think uh, the three of us are going to have very similar perspectives, but I just want to hear what exactly it is that that you have to say about this. And the thought provoking question of the, of the night is, should everyone on the planet be striving towards a common goal? And if so, what would that be now? Should everyone is the question on the planet be striving towards a common goal? Should they? That is the question. What? No. You go first, Preston. You say no, right? No. Okay, why? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as Edgar so kindly (laughs) likes to put it, live our lives for ourselves. Now, be kind to Mm. yourself. Be kind to your neighbor, Mm. right? But to live for a common goal, we cannot agree on any one thing as a race, seven plus billion people on this planet, right? So it would be outside of of our ability, I believe, ability. I couldn't challenge humanity to do something like that, to agree on one thing. Because to strive towards a common goal would mean that not only would we have to all listen to one thing, but then we would all have to consciously make the decision that that is something that we can do and are now willing to do and then do it. How hard is it to get out of your followers, everybody to tune in? I challenge everybody that is watching tonight, challenge everybody that you know at some point in time, like a pyramid effect. Try to get somebody that you know to do something and then to tell them to get someone to do that thing. That's basically what this is asking to do. So I don't believe that this is something, whether you say should or could, I, I, I don't believe it is something that could be done. Mm-hmm. That's where I come from. Interesting. Okay. Roger, what about you? Uh, I would have to disagree. I think that mm-hmm. maybe we can strive towards something. If it is a goal, and if, if it is something beneficial to for everyone uh, in a way, then I think that we can, you know, achieve. Give me goal. an example, though. <laughs> Okay, this is going to go back yeah. to, the, to the subject that we were talking about. And I would probably go back and say, um, let, go back to listen to Ronald Reagan's speech. I don't know if you've ever 
if you remember which one though i'm talking about the one about where he says i his words were i often think uh how we would come together as humanity as a world if an outside threat from outside of oh our world yes would show yes. us would yes. we come together and work as one in order to achieve a goal in our in our in our, in our human history so um i think it is doable i think that maybe we can as a human race as as a people if we mm -hmm. were to say we can achieve this um yes we can put our resources together and we can probably do something but preston makes a huge point saying that we disagree with a lot of things i mean <laughs> look what happened last year <laughs> yeah i mean it if only we can't even get through that. There, there's, only, there's probably no way. Seven million Americans who decided that Donald Trump shouldn't be the president. Yeah. But check, check this out. You brought up something that is incredibly, incredibly important for tonight's topic. A president, a president of the United States of America has a lot of privilege and they're privy to a lot of information. A lot more information that we as citizens of the United States would probably be given. Would you say? Right. Well, absolutely. Donald J. Trump was given a lot of information as the president to potentially do what he wanted with. Now, he said that he was thinking of leaking information. Now, that's just what the, 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 the media is saying, right? right. Now, that could right. just be another layer of information that the media said, or it could be completely true that the media is now saying just to throw us the fuck off because no. what you said roger is how humanity would come together if we just found out that there was an unknown threat that came to the came here do you think that a president would say that if they didn't believe that that's something that really could fucking happen that's why I brought a, president, it up. a president says that shit because they know that that is a real threat that is fucking potential Right, which brings which brings me to a current day, which brings me to current day, Preston. This pandemic, what has it single handedly done to the not just the country but the entire world? It's it's forced people to to say, "Hey, um, I think I'm going to take these precautions," or "B, this is total bullshit, and I don't believe it." Well, you so. About it, Donald Trump actually created. Well, in his presidency, they established the Space Force, which is a real yeah. branch of the United States military. So now there is yes. no longer, honestly, there really were only just four branches of the military. I have a lot of friends who have served, and all of them would agree that that anybody who wasn't in the four main branches didn't really serve. Not a joking, but right. that the fifth branch, the fifth branch of the military is now like the fifth big branch is is uh you know space force and that being privy to a lot of information in that president's uh time frame he created it in that sense right it, during during his presidency is what is what his legacy yeah. is going to say now right it's probably one of the only good things about the guy's legacy he's a trash human being. <laughs> i just got to get that in there but <laughs> that all aside right that is real information. That is something that they create. Yeah. Think about this. Human beings, everybody watching this who can go ahead and I'm going to implore you that thing that I said to go ahead and do, not just because we want to go ahead and get views, but because it's a real thing. 
if it's a real thing and people want to know the information, yeah. give this video, share this video to somebody that you know who you think doesn't doesn't believe in this shit, or share this video with somebody who you do know does believe in this shit that will share it to five more people because this needs to get out. Everybody needs to know. Yeah. Presidents, people of the government, high-ranking human beings have information that you and I as citizens should be privy to. And the reason that I say that is because the question that's on the bottom of this screen here is should everyone on this planet be striving towards a common goal? If we don't know what the hell the real truth is, we can't be striving can't. towards anything. So yeah. when we have transparency from the government, the people in which we are asking and putting in place to mm -hmm run our lives and our ability for our our, our families and ourselves to have a, a good life to 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 tell us the real shit we cannot make the best decisions so if that's something that we can agree on today and tonight is that we should all be given the information of what's really happening outside of of of, of the observable universe our eyes things that we can potentially see government we ask you are there aliens let us the fuck know. And do they yeah. live next door to Roger? <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> so here, here's my here's my response to this question. And um, I mean, I actually saw this question just this morning, uh, browsing, browsing through my Twitter timeline, and I'm like, okay, so what well, what exactly? do we have in common for example that's that's kind of what what um what i was thinking about what it would say hold on you're right but how will, how will we have transparency when the media tells us whatever they want us to believe and you know this is mind reader here this is what we have in common we all get fed we all get indoctrinated we all get gaslighted with the same information from different outlets. I mean, I can I can name brands, I can name different different faces, all of that. What do we have in common? We all turn to a source of whatever medium you want, whether it's on print, whether it's virtual, whether it's your neighbor that works for, I don't know, the LA Times, whatever. We all have that in common. We all seek and crave information, whether we like it or not. Why? Because we want to feel less pain and more pleasure for that reason. So that's what we have in common. We want to feel less pain, more pleasure. Now, are we all striving for that same common goal of less pain, more pleasure? The answer is no. So, are we striving? Should everyone be on the planet be striving towards a common goal? The answer is no. Uh, and if so, what would it be? The, here's, here's what we should be striving for, though. And this is the thing that doesn't get talked about a whole lot. It, it, it's, it's called, <laughs> it's very simple. It's called growth. And I don't think the water is running. I don't think the garden has been watered. I think everything's dry and what ends up happening is all this dry grass is just igniting and it's just burning everything away. Why? Because we refuse to acknowledge this, this fucking dry grass. And if you get my metaphor, it's 
it's us as human beings not being empathetic towards each other. And I say this because, say, for example, there is some type of, I'm not even going to call it an invasion how Hollywood depicts it. Say there is that outside unknown that formally introduces themselves to us, right? Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you fucking think is going to happen? What, okay. Pandemonium. But everybody in California? Don't say certain people didn't tell you that you shouldn't be doing what the hell you're doing when it comes to right. certain rights that you should be having. Right. Right. Dude. And that, you know, obviously, I mean, we're uh, the three of us are, are on the same page with that stuff, especially with the first first amendment. I mean, the second amendment is a given. Um, but at the same time, you have you have to realize this. In order, here's one common goal you should actually be striving for, whether you like it or not, you should at least know how the three branches of government work. Most people and why why do I say that? Because people don't know that (laughs) the legislative branch, which is the first one, are the ones that are doing this to the laws. What sometimes without even you knowing, they do this while we're asleep. Right. And and they're three hours ahead in DC. All right. Um, everyone is to stay home for 28 days uh due to uh, a new variant of of virus, whatever. And who the fuck knows? They're doing this because there's something on the sky that they don't want us, they don't want us to see. <laughs> uh I don't know this. I'm just conspiring, obviously. Now, that, those are the legislative people. This is a common goal we should, should be striving for. We should learn how each branch of government works. That's the legislative branch. They're the ones that type out the laws. And they go, they hand this to, this hand this 500 page, whatever the fuck it is, to the executive branch. Who is that? The president. president. The vice president. Monica Lewinsky under the table. Whatever. Um. And these are the people that are being you know, okay. Let me let me sign this into law, right? And most people think that just because you know the camera is on there, and you know those old fucking things of Donald Trump going with the thing, the signature. Uh-huh. Do you ever do you ever see those, Roger? When he no. passed the law, he wrote a law. He he signed a law to go in a. Uh, to pass but people forget a lot of them didn't pass the third exact the third fucking branch of of government which is the judicial the fucking people that protect the constitution of the united states that's what they were chosen to do just Mm -hmm. because cnn and fox are showing you this glamorous fucking uh video of donald trump signing or barack obama or whatever doesn't mean it's going to get passed that's what people don't understand. People need to understand that. That's the common goal. At least that's what I'm saying. Should everyone have the same common goal? No, but I'll give you one that you can at least strive to understand is learn about the three branches of government, how they work. And then, then take baby steps because obviously the three of us kind of already have, we have a cliff, we've had cliff notes for a long time, and now we're, we, we definitely understand what, how everything works. Now, 
which brought me to the subject of extraterrestrials, aliens, and UFOs. That if you learn how these three branches of government work, you will know that, yes, there's a lot of shit that needs to be declassified. And there's a lot of stuff that we do not know about because of these three branches of government. Because and, of um, it, it, Do you think that they're going to help? They could help us at any point in time? They, if they choose to, but I highly doubt this is back to this question where uh, striving towards a common goal. This includes these three, the three branches of government. The answer is no. They're, they do not want to help us because, as George Carlin once said, there's a club. There's a very special club. We're not a part of it. You know Unless, what's say again. You know what? You know what's great about who you just brought up is George Carlin only spoke the truth mm-hmm. yeah the truth yeah he For did and everybody and, and i mean he he said and i'm gonna quote him verbatim so everyone knows it's a big club and you ain't in it you and i are not in the big club not the three of us we are not in the big club and by the way it's the same big club they use to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe all day long, beating you over the head in their media with their media, telling you what to believe, what to think and what to buy. And I'm going to quote Zach the LaRocha from Rage Against Machine on uh, one of the lyrics from No Shelter. He says the main attraction distraction got you number Number like numb, number the number the numb. Empty your pockets, son. They got you thinking that what you need is what they're selling. Make you think that buying is rebelling. From the theaters to malls and every shore, the thin line between entertainment and war. Think about that. And that those letters were written in 1994. <laughs> and and then that, don't even give me started. That's just one lyricist out of ton, and that's just in the in the in the rock and roll community. I mean, don't even give me started in some of even the the poets and and rappers that I've known that have been basically swept under the rug for talking about this shit, yeah. or even worse, like oh he he got into a drunk driving incident, or oh he OD'd, whatever. But that none, nonetheless, I mean, I mean, we're we're at the two hundred six mark now. Um, I want to encourage everyone, for example, to not, not be afraid to every once in a while go against the grain. Don't be afraid. At least ask and why. Yeah, yes. Question. Don't be afraid. Don't question. don't. Don't succumb to conformity necessarily. Yet things are real. Um, acknowledge them, but at the same time, do not be afraid to question why. Why are things like this? Why is this happening? If there's a valid reason for whatever it is that you should be fed the information that you're being fed, asking why should never be a threat to whoever it is that you're asking the question. Correct. Anyone who you're asking why to is threatened by you asking why. It's probably because whatever it is that they're giving you 
is bullshit. Mm-hmm. So anyone who's afraid of why is probably not someone you should be listening to because why is just an explanation as to because this. Right. Now that doesn't give you the, the <laughs> that doesn't give you full permission to be a straight up asshole and a dick. No. But uh, you know, be be curious is what I'm saying. Uh, and I, you know, and I, I say this, uh, I say this sincerely because from experience, just, I have friends that, that say, Hey, you're, you're crazy. Like, why would you even think of that? Like, why not? My, my reply is why not? I fancy the idea because there's a lot of stuff that has already been declassified for years, uh, from operation paperclip to operation Northwoods, MK ultra, now these UFOs, uh, why not be curious about it? What what am I gonna do about it? Talk about it. I'm not I'm not equipped to fucking start some type of class warfare. That's not the kind of person I am, first and foremost. But have that dialogue. It's okay to talk about it. I mean, unless you're in a position of power, <laughs> then that's yeah. different, you know, but we're just civilians. And yeah, do we deserve to know? Absolutely. Um, can we all handle it? No. Probably not. No. No. I mean, just keep an open but, mind um, with everything, you know. Um, ask why so that the reason why people say why are you asking is because it, it, it makes you think. It makes you think more outside of your box. You know, this world, this world is big, but it's also small because of the information that we have. So always ask, you know, just pick, pick people's brains. Just, just look, just look into it. Just look into it and just, you know, try to figure it out and look at it through a different perspective. You know, it's, it it may not be the right answer. It may not be the wrong answer. It's just what, what it does is what you said earlier. It, 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 it promotes growth. You know, it, it'll allow you to think more. It'll allow you to, you know, just look at the world and look at people around you a whole other different way. And absolutely, just, you know, personally for me, it, it makes you a better person. In a, you know, certain aspect, you know, you can achieve that other level where you can be, um, you know, the type of human that everybody wants you to be, you know, or that you should be. But absolutely asking questions just asking questions you know you're not you're not doing it to find the right answer you're just doing it to evolve yourself so that way you can yeah you know become a better person for yourself i mean that's my, my absolutely view so. this was cool. I'm, I'm glad that both of you shared shared your views on on this question it's very you know i'm gonna be coming up with some some fucking some deep ones pretty soon because i'm just dive into the rabbit hole of of existence so to speak um but man person thank you again for joining us man um very much it's been a long time coming uh of course we're we're gonna revisit this because we've had you on the podcast many times before um so i would like to do that i I would like to do what you said let's let's go to where where he's at and then go and sit in one of those those gatherings and just listen to those people talk in the courtyard and shit. Caltech, would, yes, and I, yeah, I, I think they're, do that. they're having virtual. I think they're having virtual sessions right now. But now with Ellie County getting the go to open schools, I mean, baby steps. Obviously, I mean, we're we're 
I mean, everyone's saying yes, and I'm saying no. But that's just my thoughts. That's my opinions. Uh, I mean, give I say, hey, hold up. <laughs> just what Preston was referring to uh, uh, earlier. Like, oh, yeah, everyone run that way. Wait, wait, why? Like, the gunshots are coming from that side. <clears throat> like, don't go to the fire. Go this way. Or if if you're being fired upon by two sides, okay, where, which way do you go? Go right down the middle and get low. That's That's my thought process is like, don't. Don't just like, uh, like, you know, Rage Against the Machine would say, like, you know, uh, they say jump, you say how high. Why? Why do I need to jump in the first place? I'm on a fucking wheelchair like that. So I want to, I want to, uh, I want to tell everybody with what, with what Edgar is just saying right now, if he will allow another, another minute just for this specific message. And that is this. 2020 has a stigma to everybody as being like the shittiest year, the worst year. It sucked. It was a terrible year. It was hard. But there are a few people that I know that decided to use 2020, not 2020, but just the time they were given to do something positive with their lives. Uh, First of all, I want to shout out to my girl. She's awesome for one kicking ass in school, continuing to be the human being who I know she can go ahead and be, but inspired multiple family members to go ahead and go to school. And I'm going to go ahead and do the same. I'm going to go ahead and put the challenge to every person out here. We spoke earlier before this podcast, actually, about school, where we're going, what we're doing. I'm 32 years old. In 2020, I was laid off, just like I'm sure many of you were. We need to go ahead and empower ourselves in the situations that we are in, regardless of what reality we live in, if they're aliens or they're not. We all live in the same place where we need to eat. We need to go ahead and have a roof over our heads and we need to go ahead and take care of ourselves and our families. We all love ourselves and we all want to go ahead and see our communities do better. So do better for yourselves. I would say that instead of saying, hey, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and sit on my ass and collect unemployment for the next X amount of months until, you know, Joe Biden goes ahead and gives people extensions or not. Do something that's going to go ahead and better yourselves. If you're not doing anything, anything right now, go to school. Try to figure out a way that's going to go ahead and make yourself empowered by the situation that you're in. I was laid off. I didn't ever want to be put into a situation where I was like expendable ever again. So. Yeah. If we're going to go ahead and talk about trying to do something as as like humanity or a common goal or working towards one thing, why don't we all educate ourselves? Go to your nearest community college. Enroll yourselves in six units. That's two classes. If you can't do that, do one. Set yourself up for a success in at least giving yourself the opportunity to see what Uh, your community college or uh, just like a community learning center or something that's going to give you the ability to part yourself with some wisdom, get yourself a certification, uh, an ability to get a better job, uh, something that's going to go ahead and and lower that minimum bar in your life a little bit higher. That's what I think that we should go ahead and be doing. I put a question on the screen of like, what can we be working towards? Let's educate ourselves and let's better ourselves. And what better way to do that than trying to work the system the way that it's been given to us? Like if you get yeah. certifications, you can get these jobs. If you get these degrees, you can get these jobs. 
Correct. Go ahead and do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because um, that's, that's exactly what you've been doing. That's exactly what Roger's done. And, uh, you know, Pros both, both of you. Roger, thank you for getting that degree, my man. Thank you. Everybody it's only the beginning. I mean, and some kudos right there. And um, you. you know, um, I'm I'm obviously just still trying to figure out what what is it that I want to do. I know I will figure it out. Um, you know, just um, in the meantime, you know, I I'm trying to educate myself with other things as well. And one of them was uh, was nutrition, which is very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> nutrition is one of the biggest things I I've always uh, had a problem with, not just mastering, but really getting in tune with. And I have just a little bit of a grasp on it. Um, I need to know more. I need to learn more. Um, just so I know that the aging process can be slowed just a little bit with the right nutrition. And I hate, I hate to say, I hate to fucking put this guy on blast because he's already famous as it is. The proof's in the pudding. Look at fucking Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, I, as much as a, a lot of us just hate seeing him all over the place now, too. And I mean, I'm not saying I'm sour grapes because of what what he did. But, you know, I can't as a human being, I can't say, hey, this guy's doing things wrong because he's not. And I think it was pretty legendary that he got fucked up at a Tampa Bay fucking boat party, throwing the Lombardi trophy from boat to boat. That's just stuff that, you know. That's legendary shit that you never you're never gonna see again. Probably you're not. You think about it. A human being able to that 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 lifestyle that that guy's got is is next level. Yeah, that's I have his book. By the way, I read it. So you have the lifestyle of the rich and famous sports stars. Boom. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, and and here's the thing, and I'll leave you guys with this is you have to hack those celebrity lifestyles to fit your own. That's what I've been learning. You're not going to have the money. You're not going to have the chef in the morning making you fucking egg whites and fucking avocado toast or some shit like that. But you can make something similar and build off of that while focusing on attaining your short, your short-term and long-term goals. So, and what it would say, interesting about the educator-educated relationship, Edgar, I've been your student, bro, and you're an amazing educator. And if you don't know it, thanks. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm sure Preston knows too. I mean, I, I just, I'm into helping people and especially with this technology, technology shit. Preston knows as well. I mean, when, when it comes to, comes to fucking shits, shambles, ones and zeros, I don't know much about it, but I know how to fucking operate the machine. Um, how it works, I don't fucking know. I'm surprised that even it even works to this day, Roger. To be honest with you, <laughs> no, like you know, you, and then we, how do you fucking ruin it? Just pour water on it. That's <laughs> then you fuck it all up. That's what I'm saying. But um, hey, thanks again, guys, for tuning in. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, again, Thank shout out amazing. to all my Australian fans. Who have put me uh, at the 5,000 really? uh, play mark on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, they're a day ahead, obviously. I mean, they tune in. Nice. Um, but they're mainly listeners, so they're on the app. Um, thank you again, and thank you for all the crazy DMs you sent me when the insurrection was <laughs> happening. 
they were telling me shit like, "Hey, are you guys done killing yourselves? Why don't you come over over here and move with us Aussies?" And I'm like, "Oh shit, okay." Um, they're like, oh, "We don't have as much Corona." That's to say, Corona. <laughs> but um, <laughs> thank you again, guys, and um, peace out. <laughs>